City Council is now in session. I appreciate everyone coming. And I'll ask this guy to lead us in Pledge of Allegiance. My man's faithful to give the invitation. item on the agenda is recommendation to approve the minutes from the last meeting. Do I have a motion? I'll make that motion. Thank you. Second? Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Recommendation to approve a three-year contract for discovery recovery services for the city of Hamilton to be provided by Revenue Discovery Systems of Birmingham. That's who collects our sales taxes and keeps up with delinquents and they do a, a great job. Do I have a motion? Oh, can I ask Yes, ma'am. Yes. <coughs> can I say that's still the same price? Okay. And they collected $58,000 for us in the past three-year period. On delinquent. Mm -hmm. I have had people ask me about that. And didn't we look at that back um, in the first year or two at the Amount it would cost versus how much we try to do it ourselves. Yeah, it's always companies that I have never heard of that are doing business here some way. Yeah, they're doing us a really good job. I make that motion. Okay. Second. Okay. All in favor? Uh, recommendation to prove the purchase of an ad in the Journal Record promoting Buddy Hatch River Fall Fest. This ad will cost sixty. I think we've done that in the past. Do I have a motion? I'll make that motion. Do I have a second? I'll second. All in favor? Aye. Recommendation to approve City of Hamilton's pro rata share of 31717 to the Marion County Drug Task Force. Anyone have any comment about that? I, I do. I think I remember, Chief, that you told us that was in your budget. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And uh, do you think we're getting good cooperation and help from? Yes, sir. I, th I think it's it's actually a good expenditure of money. As, as, as much as the city needs money for its own services, um, the services they provide actually touch the entire county. Um, when Mr. Webb was here doing his explanation of their services, um, he talked about Hamilton. But if they work a case in Ewan or Winfield, it affects Hamilton. And likewise, our city affects theirs. So it's it's a way of getting across jurisdictional lines. So I think it's very good. Okay. Anyone have any further comments? If not, do I have a motion? Do I have a second? I'll second. All in favor? Aye. Thank you. My recommendation to approve annual payments of twenty-five thousand dollars to C3 organization for a period from 10-1-11 through 9-30-12. Uh, I will add this is our uh, economic recruiting service and 
they're doing a good job, Mr. Thornell, of getting to know him. He had been on a job for probably not a year. And uh, I'm developing a good relationship with him, and I think he's doing us a good job, particularly under the conditions of the economy. So do I have any comment? Do I have a motion? I'll make that motion. Do I have a second? All in favor? Thank you, Nate. Uh, recommendation to amend the Fulton Bridge Industrial Park Restrictive Covenant to add the following. Uses consider, uses consider objectionable reason of an adverse effect on adjoining units such as junkyards and business dealings and salvage waste and hazardous waste specifically prohibited or salvage operation of any kind, automobile repair or body shops. However, this specific prohibition shall not be deemed to be exhausted. Uh, we ran into that situation at uh, an existing industrial park, so we wanted to try to avoid those issues in the future. Any comments? Will I have a motion? I'll have a second. Second. Okay. Thank you. All in favor? Uh, thank you. Another question I have. Scotty, were we not already covered on this in our covenant? That um, section three we added just basically that specifically prohibited language. Uh, salvage operations of any kind, automobile repair, and or body shops. Just um, was a little more specific in there about what it um, detailed. You know, we ran into a little bit of that situation at Bedford, and so I know the industrial board wanted to be a little clearer about that. So we okay. just specifically mentioned those shops. Okay. Thank you. Recommendation to approve the two old. 11-2012 fiscal year budget as presented. Our budget does not include across the board salary increases. It does, however, include stamp raises, and I believe there's only what, three or four maybe. That's a quarter. Uh, we've given raises in uh, previous years. Also, employees will, will top out pay scale in five years instead of 10. Made some improvements for our package, salary package for our employees. It is our sincere hope that employees understand that the city had to make unpopular choices in order to balance the budget. We also realize that we're asking employees to make financial sacrifices that not only affects them but also their families. If revenue increases to a point we can give a raise, we will do so. It's not in stone if they don't get a raise, uh, any increase into old 12, but you know it may be they don't, but it will depend on the increase in revenue. Now, I want to take a moment to thank all the employees, both managers and employees, for the good job you're doing and for thinking outside of the box to implement new ideas. I see managers and employees make, thinking about that. If we're doing something, is that the right way to do it? 
or are there better ways of doing it? And I want to emphasize that all departments proposed budget for reduced to a skeleton budget. And we had to do that to make the budget balance. So we, what we're presenting to the council is a balanced budget. Any comments from anyone concerning the budget? Mayor, I've got to ask a question. Okay. I, Friday we had $250,000, $240,000. Can you explain how we've balanced the budget since Friday? <laughs> well, <laughs> we were at 170 I think, and we transferred from the capital fund to balance the water department budget. And we, there were some revenue increases um, that we got with Allen on to increase the revenue to balance on the seat side, the 140 and then we had those some of those figures were not exactly correct that we discussed at the work session. Right. We, so we went back through and made sure all the figures we had were accurate. Was what was what was the where we made the most adjustment from those figures? Was there was there how were we off the other day? It ended up being 170, wasn't it? Was that right? It wasn't 240. It was right 170. It was 170 when all the numbers got revenged. Is that right? It was 104,000 something short in the water department and 119,000 short in the city. Okay. Then the 104 is what we transferred from capital fund balance, capital improvement. And you raised the sales tax revenue. And then um, I had to adjust the salaries. I had to go back and raise the occupational revenue. It was about 6,500 to make it balanced increase some of the um, revenue. We got with Allen and increased some of the revenue estimates and that balanced out the city side. Okay. Okay. Now, what about the water rates? Not going to take the water rates. Water rates, those won't raise. Okay. That's we're not making, we're not creating that Okay. It's been a real difficult issue to deal with, budget, but I rest of the uh, financial committee I want to commend them and all the council we sit down and just and finally worked it out to balance we have to have a balanced budget so to work with I have one question before we vote on this budget are you finished there? I didn't mean to butt ahead uh, no that's by the way the steps those you mentioned reduced from 10 to 5 was that had that already been happening in the past, or with yes. this budget we have? That happened two years ago, I think. Oh, so that's all, that was already yeah. five. Or Except eight. with the exception of the police department. They're, yeah. They're okay. Sorry. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I know probably two, two and a half years ago, we bought a gas pump because we were having our employees to sign a book when they went down there and filled up with gas so we could keep up with who got gas, how much they got, to where we could charge it out to each department. Last year, with the new gas pump, most all the expenses were counted against the street department as far as nobody kept up with where the gas was going. This year, we've got $193,000 in the budget for gas. And already, we've had some tickets with some gas that's been charged out, and it's all, again, gone to the street department. What's been done to correct that gas pump 
because we paid good money for it. The warrant is out. We still do not have it up and running. What is the problem? And if it's not going to work, why can't we uh, go back to the old system and let them have their gas pump back and let everybody ride it down? But I know that these, these State Department's got a gas pump. They're able to keep up with theirs. If they can do it, surely we can. Well, the, our new computer company we're using is going to fix that. I've been hearing that for months. Yeah, I know, but uh, we've given trouble since the day it was purchased, so he's going to take care of that. Can at the next meeting we have word from them when they can have that running? Yes, I'll do that. Well, Ken, in the meantime, we have each department sign a ticket or the book or something to where we know who's getting gas while we're waiting on this time to get fixed. Is that a possibility? We can do that. Yeah. I mean, it's not because I've, I've ridden with the police department in the past and I vote that they sign who you get in, when, what time, how much, how many gallons. That way we can sort of keep up with our spending. That's just sort of loose and has been, I know, for a couple of years there. That we need to tighten screws on that one. Okay. Anything? Any other comment? I will make a motion to approve it right there. Second. I'll second that. Okay. All in favor? Recommendation for immediate consideration of Ordinance 2011-21 to amend Ordinance 2011-4. I'm going to read this to you. This is an ordinance of the City of Hamilton amending the ordinance adopting a parade, public assembly, public demonstration ordinance. Adopting a committee procedure for parades, public assemblies, and public demonstrations, providing four definitions and providing for enforcement. Uh, Scott, do you want to elaborate just a little more? It's a long Yes, sir. Uh, a few months back, uh, the council passed an ordinance relating to parades and, and getting uh, permits for parades or, more importantly, demonstrations, those types of things. And um, Chief Connor reviewed, reviewed it, and he had some questions which I, I, I agree with uh, on the changes. One of the changes was Section 2 and definitions, organization, organization of group of persons. We changed that number from 20 down to 5 in the proposed ordinance. And that specifically, you know, that would limit smaller groups that could come in without having to get the permit and, and uh, disrupt certain activities. And then section five, uh, right, right prior to section six, uh, added a paragraph that says, any information regarding proposed plans for ensuring public safety in order to include law enforcement, fire, medical, and street department needs um, in there as well. And then there's another in section seven, uh, talking about the financial responsibility and insurance of the applicants that it says in section B, we added outside of what says police protection or other expenses associated with the maintenance of public order outside of the event area allowed by the permit. Should additional security or safety needs, including personnel, be required to ensure public order, the permit may specify such requirements as the responsibility of the permittee. So that we, we have to uh, 
have police, more police officers on duty or over time, then that can be the responsibility of the per permittee to take care of that responsibility. And those are the only uh, three additions on there. I think there are Chief, do you, you have any comment, additional comment or information on that? No, sir. Well, what, what Mr. Hunt is saying, first of all, I'd like to thank him for turning scribbling into a sensible ordinance. Um, the, the five people, the original ordinance said uh, it applied to groups over 20. 20 people in a town of this size could create quite a disturbance, so I think within compliance with the existing ordinance. This doesn't mean it to groups larger than five, uh, which is just a sensibility thing. The, uh, the original ordinance also uh, had a provision that uh, no party would be responsible for services normally provided by the city. There are events that could overwhelm the city's capabilities where we have to bring in other departments, other services that we don't even have. Um, so the ordinance was changed where services in the normal city area outside of the permit area, we continue doing what we do. But within the permit area, if it creates a, a requirement for safety, whether it's fire, police, medical, whatever, that uh, the city has the option to make that a requirement of the permit. If they, if they don't reach if they don't comply with the requirement, we can either withhold the permit or retract the one that was given. And, uh, also, the, this ordinance refers to uh, the city will provide application uh, the application forms. Uh, what we're using right now, the city's been using for the last couple of events we had, uh, we've been instructing people to come to City Hall, get a copy of the ordinance, and then on your letter it address the requirements of the ordinance. E each event's going to have its own unique personality, whether it's medical, fire, date, time, place, uh, so it allows people to kind of uh, morph their application to their specific needs and it, it makes it easier for each department to review or notify other people. So there is no specific application other than people need to come in and get the ordinance and then uh, on their letterhead, whoever is representing them, you know, give us the information that the ordinance requires for their event. Okay. Chief, and I'll, I'll, I'll draft a listing of that, putting that in a nutshell. I spoke with a gentleman this afternoon about that and I'll have that at the City Hall tomorrow so that to make it a little bit easy, use, more user friendly for someone when they come in. Just you know, a basis of what the application would need. Uh, I think that the group that demonstrates that military funeral uh, brought this to our attention and that's, you know, if we have, and I hope God forbid that we don't have a soldier uh, from here killing Afghanistan or Iraq or anywhere for that matter on duty, that that group does not show up. And the family's going through enough grief as it is. And this is a, an ordinance we want in place in order to control that and have some control over where they demonstrate. And not just them, but it, it, it opens, if you do one thing for one group, you got to do it for all. Yeah, it, um, but that's what got us to thinking about it. But what they said we did recently for the high school parade and for the carnival they had out there, um, mm -hmm. we went out there, gave them the ordinance, got the information we needed, went through the permit process, got the city to issue them a permit in the form of a letter from the city so that uh, if, if a group comes to town that, that is way outside of, of what the city can handle, if we applied to them, we've applied to everyone yeah, I'm, along yeah, the line. We so. have to do that. That's what got us started thinking about it. Any comments on that ordinance? Anybody? Do I have a motion? I'll make that motion. Thank you. Second. I'll second. 
All in favor? Yeah. Yeah. Do we do both ordinances in one? Mm -hmm. no. Number nine, recommendation to approve it now. Okay, recommendation to approve the ordinance, 2011-21. Did I have a motion? I'll make that right. Second. I'll say. All in favor? Aye. Uh, recommendation for immediate Consideration of ordinance number 211-22. An ordinance of the city of Hamilton prohibiting the possession or carrying of certain firearms, air guns, knives while on municipal property, providing for an effective date and for other purposes. Scott, where's Scott? He had to leave for another Would you can I, can I back up just a little bit? The ordinance that y'all just passed, I or the minutes probably should reflect that this ordinance supersedes the original one? Yeah, it's written. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. I want to make sure this is just municipal property, right? Yes, ma'am. We're talking about not city limits. People will get that confused. I'm afraid it's municipal well, property the, and not within the city limits. You're talking about the, the weapons ordinance? Right. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yes. Could you, you city elaborate on that, Chief, please? Yeah, and, and we, we specifically did not make it just to the city limits, but we, um, it's basically an ordinance that would prevent, prevent people from carrying weapons um, or things that could be used as a weapon. Let's say a, a hammer, someone, a hammer in here outside this normal, normal place of business, um, I'm not here to repair anything. If I'm carrying a hammer, there's a chance it could be here for a weapon. Um, but right now there's no ordinance that prevents weapons at public events, whether it's the Merchants Fair down, downtown. Uh, the Butahatchee River uh, Fall Festival here in the in the courtroom when this is a court. Uh, there's nothing that prohibits that. It's pretty much open. If someone has a permit, they can carry it concealed. If they don't have a permit by state law, they can carry it out in the open. Uh, what brought this up was during the Merchant Fair, we had a, a gentleman bring a pretty large Bowie knife. I'm going to say it was better than a foot long. He wearing it on his belt and walking around with it. And he wasn't doing anything bad, but there's a lot of people that are worried. There's, there's families that are looking at it and wondering what's going on. People are telling us about it. Uh, he was very cooperative. We asked him if, if he would please take it away from the, the event. Uh, he started talking about, well, the law doesn't prohibit that. And we said, okay, we know that, but as you know, just something for the families, would you please do it? And, and he did. He was you know, very cooperative with us. But uh, without such an ordinance, we have the opportunity for people that want to cause trouble, if, if they chose to, to come to an event armed, uh, whether it's a council meeting, a court day, say a permitted event like the uh, high school parade. Um, they can show up with weapons and if something goes wrong they're or they intend to create trouble and create it could create an issue. Um, this ordinance covers uh, open carry and it covers uh, permits. Uh, pistol permit uh, would not be good under this ordinance if you have one. It'd be like going into a let's say a where they sell alcohol if you have a pistol permit, go in there your pistol permit is not valid in there. It's one of the conditions of the permit. Um, the permit exempts law enforcement officers who are certified either federally, state, local, uh, or honorably retired. It exempts elected officials or appointed people such as judges and court prosecutors. And it also leaves it open for anyone that would be approved by the, the currently serving chief of police. Uh, there are people that may need for business purposes, whatever, carry a weapon for their own protection. 
we don't want to remove those rights from people, but we want to be able to screen those people so that it is for public safety and not just to be armed at a public event for the sake of being armed and possibly causing a problem. Uh, even, even when there is an event, uh, let's say a, something happens where good people are armed, uh, sometimes if you have too many people responding, you don't know who the good guys, who the bad guys are, it can create an issue in today's society. So uh, this only does cover, again, city property, permitted events such as parades, uh, fall festival, things like that. But it, it closes a gap where there, there could be some public safety issues. What about uh, school? Schools are already prohibited, but uh, and the schools are, I guess, county property here, but they're already prohibited by state. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Excuse me, can I ask just one yes, question? Sir. How about banks? Private institutions, they have the right to do this, uh, such as places like Walmart. I, I think if you went into Walmart with a concealed weapon and a permit, I don't think Walmart would mind, and, I, and I'm, I'm not speaking for Walmart, I could be wrong on this. But I'm, I'm guessing the general retailers don't mind, but if you went into, again, Walmart as an example, carrying a weapon out in the open and you're not recognizable law enforcement, military, something like that, they probably, you'd probably alarm a lot of people and cause a panic. And, uh, you know, they, they, they have the right as, as property owners to exclude you from their property. Exactly. But I had a brother, he just passed away last week, and he went around Hamilton with three guns, and he got everybody upset, and I told him about, hey, Bobby, I should put a sign on the door, no guns allowed, no weapons allowed. He said, that offend a lot of people, and he had uh, Charles Goodson, which was her cousin. He put the guns on the counter. In fact, I just heard, I just heard, because I went over to the city, that he put a gun the woman that, uh, what is it? Housing Authority. Housing Authority. Well, there's, 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 and she was scared that it was notified the, the average person carrying a weapon, I'd like to recognize they are responsible. They, they do a good job. There, a lot of them have undertaken training. A lot of them are prior military. Um, so we're, you know, we're hoping that this was written to use common sense to protect people and, and also embrace responsible gun ownership or weapon. Period. Would this cover the courthouse in terms of court? That's county property, so no, it would not. Now, the, the county, I don't know if they have an ordinance or not, but uh, we, we wrote it where we're regulating uh, city property or, or events that the city would permit. Which would be city hall, rec center, water department? Um, Potentially the park, but, it, but again, park, every ordinance, um, we're not going to be overzealous with either. We you know, use good common sense and enforcement as well. There's, if there's someone, let's say they're at the park and they're, they have to permit everything and they're not doing anything where it's in their vehicle or something like that, probably not an issue, but if there's someone over there making threatening gestures, threatening language or something like that, and they have a weapon, we may um, ask them to leave or try and resolve it where we don't have to arrest someone, but it, it, it gives us an enforcement tool if we have to, to act to try and prevent what may be a tragedy. That was happens. my question. How hard will it be to enforce? You know, with common sense, I don't. I don't think it'll be bad, and I, because I think most people are responsible. Uh, even the, the gentleman I mentioned that had the, the large knife, I don't think it was responsible to show up with a. You said the knife was as large as Mr. Howell's unfolded notebook. There, it was. It was bordering on being a sword. Um, and, and at first, he's talking about, well, it's my right. Okay, well, it's, it may be, but can you? You know, we talked to him. and just said, you know, as as uh, as part of the, the flavor of the festival here. And, working with the families so that people can have a good time and not worry because they don't know you. Um, so can you just return it to your car? He said, okay, I'll do that. So, you know, it's with good common sense. We didn't need to arrest the man or cite him or anything. And, and even with this ordinance, we, uh, 
I wouldn't see the need to run up and arrest him either. I'd have done the same thing as talk to him and say, can we resolve this? Can you just put it in your car? Uh, I, I think things need to be handled at the lowest appropriate level. It's just sometimes it's appropriate to go to the arrest. Okay. Thank you. Any questions? Comments? Recommendation for immediate consideration of ordinance number two. Do I have a motion? One more thing that. Um, the ordinance that you just approved, 2011-21, um, since it's a new ordinance, this ordinance refers to compliance with 2011-4, which is the ordinance. So this would need to be amended to say 21 instead of 4. Okay. Dan, make a note of move. Okay, do I have a motion? Do I have a second? I'll second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Recommendation to approve ordinance number 211-22. Do I have a motion? I have a second. All in favor? Aye. We have in the past waived business license for the fall fest vendors. I have a motion to do that. A recommendation to do that. Do I have a motion or comment? I have a comment. If we're going to waive that, I know we've been doing it. Do they still collect sales tax? I thought that he was going to make sure. Okay. Good point. Any other comments? Do I have a motion? I make that motion. Second. Thank you, Paul. All in favor? Aye. Does anyone from the audits have any further comment or are you comment? Then I'll make a motion to adjourn. I'll have that <laughs> Oh, you found your voice? Yeah. <laughs> you kind of took it away there. All right. All in favor? Uh, adjourn. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Thank you.